The following program is brought to you by the 511 Media Group. This program is available on iTunes, Spotify, the 511 Media Group YouTube channel, and 511mediagroup.com. Welcome back to the Play It Loud podcast. I'm Rich. And I'm Ryan. He's Ryan. Thanks for joining us again uh, on our latest episode here. Uh, today, we've got a bunch in store for you, uh, but let's get right to our first three because we've got a, we got a lot to pack in today. Yeah, so do. I want to get right to it. Uh, so our first three today, as you know, if you've been listening, we do a new song, we do an old song, and then we do a song that you may not have heard of the band. You may have heard of the band, but uh, we kind of bring in those lesser-known bands and uh, highlight a song. So today, the new song is by a band that most people are going to know is Atreyu. Yeah. Now, Atreyu, to me, sounds like a band that's an international band, maybe a European band somewhere. Bit of a dialect. Yeah. Yeah. They're Yorba Linda, California. <laughs> Which blows me away. Right. I never, I would have never assumed that's where they were from. Right. So like you've got just like bands like, like Volbeat, yeah. right? And it sounds like in that genre of of music, and yet they're from the States. So that was my first surprise um, as I researched a little bit into the band. Um, I, I've seen them live. They're amazing. They're really, really good. Um, love their music. This song in particular, it, it get, without the lyrics, without the, mu- the, like, the singing part of it, I kind of got a little bit of a disturbed okay. vibe yeah. to it and a little bit like of a Volbeat without the, again, without, if you didn't hear the the singing yeah. behind it, right? If he didn't open his mouth, you'd be like, wow, that sounds like, that sounds like, you know. Right, who you're expecting of, to hear. But then when he starts singing, you're like, oh, that sounds like anybody. It sounds like a Treyu. Yeah. Well, to me, back in the day when I was in high school. Did we school, say the name of the song? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. No, no, Drowning. No. Drowning. Drowning's the name the with Atreyu. So for Atreyu for me was always that that artist, that band that I was always listening to when when I was working out heavily in the high school gym or college gym. We that used to have Atreyu. I have a couple, two, three years. Uh, so we, th- because of their heaviness, most times they're usually screaming. You know, you're getting into the feel. With this song, to me, Drowning, I... I actually was like, you know what? I don't need to be at the gym to listen to this song. It was, you could hear all the lyrics. Uh, they weren't screaming a ton. It was, I liked it. So what are you, well, I mean, specifically about Atreyu, what draws you to to that band? Like when you listen to their stuff and, you know, we can go through, you know, a lot of their, a lot of their old songs, like In Our Wake, House of Gold, The Time Is Now, yeah. right? I mean, all of those songs off of that 2018 album, and then they released in 2021, they released Baptize. Um, but that first album that they came out with, it was like, oh my God, I, I've never heard anything like this. This yeah. is amazing. That's kind of how I get that feel, that same feel when I listen even to the new stuff. You're like, wow, it's like nothing else that's out there. Yeah, no. I, it's I, similar I, to other stuff, I, but it's just, it's I, just th- that They're still different. on their own. They're still right. on their own. I don't want to say genre. There's a lot of bands... Forgive me. Yeah, right? no, 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 no. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. A lot of bands, they start like, okay, Bon Jovi. Let's just let's just do the most obvious of all bands. Sure. After a certain point, 
like uh, what what album name an album that they started sounding everything started sounding the same yeah well they didn't reinvent themselves and you started tuning them out because you're like that sounds like everything it's background music right. at that point these guys yeah it sort of sounds like that some people would say nickelback has gotten to that point i don't know they kind of reinvented themselves with the last two albums this album they went a little more country yeah which is evident as we talked about in a previous podcast with their um brenton the gilbert who's going to go on tour with them tour, this year i yeah. think they're trying to get into that genre a little bit and pull that crowd in but atreyu they i mean well, their music been around sort of as sounds long, the same but it's just different they're just still tweaking it a little bit sure right? sure well i think i mean with this song it's just a little bit i, I hate to say softer but it it's just a little bit softer than some of their heavier stuff out this there. could be mainstream yeah yes right yeah Okay, so our second song uh, is an old song, and I'm going to save that one. So two is going to be three today, and three is going to be two. And I'm doing it for a specific reason because of the topic today that we're getting into, and it's going to lead me right into our topic. So um, what we would normally have is our third song, is our second one, and it's by a band called Caskets. Now, Caskets hasn't been around forever, um, but you listened to a song previous to this uh, called Glass Heart. Yep, I did like that one. Like that song, right? Highly um, suggest go out there and listen to that one. That one's going to get you hooked on the band. So if you do a wiki search on ca um, on caskets, um, oh gosh, it's all in, um, it's another language. Oh, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. Um, but they've been around since 2018. Okay. Okay. So um, they call it alternative metal. I would say it's, not really alternative metal. I would say it's alternative hard rock, maybe. Okay, I, yeah, I can get behind that. Metal might be a little strong of a word for that band. The metal heads that I know would be like, you can you can get out of this room right now. It's right. not metal. <laughs> but it is probably, maybe metal core. Okay. I right? Get, yeah. Alternative metal, maybe it's metal core now. I don't, I, I'm not sure if it, that might even be a stretch. Yeah. But anyway, the name of the song is... Um, Guiding Light. Guiding Light, thank yeah. you. And I, I liked it. Really liked it. I did too. Um, I like Glass Heart, and so that intrigued me to listen to the new album um, or the new releases. There's another uh, song from that new, <clears throat> excuse me, from the new uh, from the new release that's called "By the Sound," which is a, still a good song. I just I prefer Guiding Light. Yeah. Now same. I think they released it as a single, 2022. But since they have a new uh, a, a new project coming out there, I think they're bundling it with that new album, remastered kind of thing. Maybe that, or just you know how some bands just release a single and then release like another single another year later, and then they put out an EP or they yeah. put out a, an album, and now those two songs that they released, the same one. boom, are on that album. Okay, and I think what they're doing that's what they're doing here. Um, so the second song, which is now the third, third song, third song, right, is a band called My Darkest Days. Now, to me, when I, when you said that, so did I call this one when you played it for me? You did. Okay, so I hear it and I'm like, oh, porn star dancing immediately. Yeah. Right. Chad Kroger, I'm sure you guys all heard that song. Is it 2011, 2012, somewhere around there? Mm. Um, that one came out and I was just like, yep, I know exactly who this is. So you said, go ahead and listen to this one. It was Save Yourself. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, wait a minute. I actually like this song. And mm -hmm. for some reason, I'd only listened to Porn Star Dancing and, you know, just threw that in at the time, you know, in my LimeWire mix or my my uh, iTunes and just let it play with all my other rock songs. 
this one came out and I said, oh, I, I missed it. I skipped it for some reason. I don't know why. And that's the very reason that we do the first three. Yeah. And we do this old song because some, a lot of people don't go back and listen. Like they get a favorite band yeah. and they don't go back and listen. Now you can't get a favorite band with My Darkest Days because they don't exist anymore. <laughs> right. Here's the reason they don't exist anymore. And this is going to oh. lead us into our topic today. Okay. Three Days Grace yep. changed their lead singer and is now led by then My Darkest Days lead singer. Oh, oh I didn't know that. That's what I wanted the reaction right there. I, I did oh, not. I held that from a... you. Yeah, see? Was, you, you said you were going to do, you're going to pull that, you I know? Did. I, I did. I didn't let you, I didn't let you read the show notes because no. of that particular reaction I wanted right there. Um, so I'm going to go back and listen now. Like I, I'm like kind of blown away. I didn't realize. Exactly. So Adam Gontier was their lead singer until 2013. And then Matt Walst, W-A-L-S-T. Okay. Was My Darkest Days lead singer. And he is now Three Days Grace lead singer, which we are now going to see when we see Shinedown. Yep. Shinedown, Three yep. Days Grace. Milwaukee. That's going to be a great show. I'm excited. Uh, are they going to play the new album? I'm hoping they're playing a lot of stuff. Well, that's what I'm curious. So is They're the second band, so just, they should get about 45 to an hour. Okay, good. Good. Because right. I, and how long, how, ooh, excuse me, a little crack there. It's probably because we haven't had a cocktail yet. <laughs> well, we're going to get to that. Gosh. But I wanted to give people kind of a glimpse into what we're doing today. No, I, I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm glad you kept that from me because I didn't see it coming, honestly. It's one of the good things when people keep things from you. It's not always a good thing, but it's, a, that was a good thing. <laughs> so like the good life, never too late, right? Some of those, those songs were, Previous to the new singer, right? Yeah. Break, The Good Life, Never Too Late. Never Too Late, it's a great song. Yep. That's an awesome song. But that was Adam. That was, that was, so back in 20, what did I say? 2013, he left the band. So their 2022 release, 2018 release and 2022 release, he's on those new albums. And I'm hoping, like uh, the song, which, which one do you have? Because you always tell me, hey, these are the top-rated songs oh. from the new album. From the new album. I'm going to say maybe Lifetime? Oh, no. I've got everything that I've got is all the old albums. Okay. So today, if, if you didn't realize what the topic is, the topic is bands who's changed lead singers. Some of them are, you know the band, but you don't know maybe they had that lead singer in it. And... Some people are like, oh, yeah, I knew that. So the first one we're going to do is Three Days Grace. But before we get into that topic, what are we drinking today? Okay. So there's two things that we're going to be having a sip on. I look when we started this segment, yeah. what do we call this, happy hour? Happy hour. Happy hour. Because we're usually we're recording this usually late afternoon, early evening. So it usually for us, it's literally a happy it hour. It is going to be a happy hour. Um, well, hold on. So what do you want to say? Well, you know what? Well, I was going to say when I, so to finish my thought. Yeah, so sorry. When we started this, I was like, oh my God, like whiskey is probably one of my least favorite things to drink because it burns. Yeah. I actually look forward to the segment now because I'm, I'm searching for that one that doesn't burn my asshole. Sure. I, well, and I'm going to tell you right now, unfortunately, the majority of stuff that I've got is going to be over that 100 proof. And I know you're in that 80 to 90 to... Hundred proof. Yeah. Um, but I do want to remind you that there was a barrel that we did try. Yeah. One hundred twenty six. Yeah. And, and you said, wait a minute, it was this like was smooth. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so today we've got two things. 
I wanted to bring, actually, my girlfriend got back from Ireland. Do you have a girlfriend? I do. I do. She claims me. Or I claim her. I don't know if she claims me. Okay. Uh, but it is Five Farms, and it's a single-batch Irish cream liqueur. I know you kind of like the liqueurs. Ah, love them. So I wanted to bring this by, and uh, I didn't. The creamier, the better. I didn't ask her, but, you know. It's like a milk bottle. Yeah. There's these contraptions that you're opening. Is There you go. Okay. It actually is. And it's got like a little top to it, and it's just going to pour out like like heavy cream. Yeah. That's like an old style. Yeah, go ahead. You want to? No, just throw it in there. All right. Oh, it's brown. Well, it's, yeah. I didn't expect it. It's like chocolate milk. Yeah. Oh, it smells awesome. Is this like a Bailey's? Yeah. Is that like what this is? Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Let's try it. I might have to ask you for more Mm -hmm. if I like it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe you can buy this. I know she picked it up from Ireland. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Need more? Oh, that's my, that. This is your okay, jam. That's my shit right there. Okay. Okay. How much is that bottle? Oh, this this one. Wait, can you get it in the States? I think you can get it in the States. Okay, whatever that is. It's like $35. It's fucking delicious. Five Farms. I'm going to look it up right now. Check it out. Five Farms. And it's called Five Farms. Irish Cream. Irish Cream. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And there's quite a few out there that are worthwhile. I mean, Buffalo Trace has got a good cream and no that one's this that, this oh one's God. where it's where it's at that's so good so five farms irish cream but see this is what gets me into trouble because this stuff you oh. drink and drink like whiskey you sip it right yeah you get a little bit you sip it in a glass or you put it in a shot glass whatever and um are you emptying it no no, no i'm just having a little bit more <laughs> i only poured myself a <laughs> you're scotch. gonna go back and she's gonna be like what happened I'm, to my I'm, irish cream i'm gonna have to go back and get her it's new 30 bottle. bucks yeah 30 bucks where and you can buy it anywhere right uh i don't know about Ish. that but it, i can get it okay um wow yeah that's that's it you right get there on board. in worst case scenario you just throw a little extra uh irish whiskey in there if it i'm not seeing like major stores that i can get it from but i, I can get it i can order it online plus some shipping now okay. the shipping is not cheap ah shipping is it from, Ireland? from 17 to 25 dollars i mean i so, know it says product from like Ireland. i'm looking at instacart right now yeah and instacart has it for 30 dollars. oh you can get it at Benny's. oh pfft. never mind game changer Awesome. I don't know if everybody has a Benny's Beverage Depot by that. Total wine, oh, something God. like that. Um, you can find it. So good. Oh, this is. We'll, this we'll, is we'll post a picture. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. Great. Now, everything that we try after this, you're going to be like, oh, this is, no. this is too much. So, this is the kind of shit that I like. Yeah. And I can drink a lot of. Yeah. Well, everybody can. There's and enough then I get sugar up. in there. Yeah. There's enough no, sugar in so there to good. make it happen. Oh, my God. Is that so good? <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the other thing we're? Uh, in we're not going to try it right now. But we'll, no, no. <laughs> it is it's Wathen's barrel proof. It's one of the okay. first times that they had released their single barrel program. Um, there was only twenty five barrels released, and this was back in twenty eighteen. I want to say, and so I snagged one of the one of the first barrels. Uh, this one, this barrel is specifically. And what does this go for? What what kind oh. of price range are we in? <sighs> this price range. So I we th- haven't done that. We got to start doing. Oh, that. We, we got to start do. giving okay. people a kind of a price range because so, you you're going to bring in uh, the next podcast that we have. We already have two that I know of, and one of the bottles is a seven hundred and fifty dollar bottle of whiskey. Yeah, somewhere in that range. I mean, because it's That's secondary. Insane. Well, as as a lot of people who drink whiskey know that you can't just go and buy some of the stuff off the shelf. Like you, you have to go get it in a secondary sense, and 
and it roughly because it's a limited batch and then or a limited run yeah, or whatever special that release. Get I mean, it. is that why people stand at plantains for hours? And yeah, hours and I don't hours? know why people do that. It's not, it's good, but it's not that great. There's other stuff out there. You that's think it's just marketing? Good. Oh, it's definitely marketing. I, n- not only that, but the bottle's cool, and it's been in John Wick. And when you collect the top pieces, right? They're like little it spells out Blantons. Right. You send it into uh, Buffalo Trace, they'll send you back a full stave that will go ahead and line it up for you stave. for free. That's a neat yeah, word. Yeah, so a barrel stave. So what hmm. the barrel is, the, they're individually made out of staves, so they'll send that back to you, nice. and you can go ahead and display it. But it's probably a lot of work to get them all, right? It is. And, you know, at retail, Blanton's are 90 to $100, depending on where you go. No shit. They've completely raised the bar. It used to be 50 60 bucks. Now the craze of... Whiskey. Now where I, now where I live, we've got a liquor store within, not walking Stone's distance, throw. but fairly close. Yeah, and that guy gets everything. Yeah. So on Wednesday mornings, when his shipment arrives, he's like, "If you're here when I open, you can get whatever I got." But by noon, it's gone. It's all gone. Yeah. Yeah. Because people know that, and they come in and they get it. It's wild. Oh, this is so good. I knew you'd like it. Oh, that's why I brought like it. Like it. Love. That's it. an understatement. <laughs> So good. apparently we need to do more Irish creams on this podcast. That's, that's my shit. Yeah, oh, that's fine. Wow, <laughs> like this is to me as whiskey is to you. Yeah, no, no. I and listen, this is this is a great sweet drink, especially in the evenings after oh. dinner. It's a dessert, right? Yeah. Or if obviously if you're having coffee in the morning, people can't hear that ice cube that's rattling around in there. But that's my second glass. <laughs> it's so good because it's, it's lathered in there. Mm. I'm glad oh you're enjoying it. I'm gonna have to put some. More us in here, maybe, or something. Oh, I'm going to have to set that down on the ground, because if you drink anymore, she's going to kill me if it's gone. <laughs> She'll be like, I got that. I but got you know what? I can go buy her a whole new bottle. I know, I know. <laughs> I have adult money, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I wanted to ask you, before we get into the... Yeah. Um, say, I'm going to take my glasses off for this, because we're going to spend a little bit of time on this. Yeah. Five, ten minutes. Sure. The one thing I wanted to ask you is, my daughter, okay, yeah. my daughter, um, she's out of the house, she's a grown woman, has Adult money. money. Yep, <laughs> adult money. She's got more tattoos than I do. Oh, yeah. As you know. Yeah. And she recently got one. And uh, her mother wasn't that happy. Wait, oh, so she ended up telling her, did she tell her that day? She told her last night. Oh, God. It's been a, it's been a week. <laughs> My name was screamed Through from, the- from, the, from the lower level to the upper level. I was in my office, and she's screaming my full first, middle, and last name. Wait, wait, did I you knew about it? Did your oh, and did I your, didn't tell her. Did your daughter tell her in person or over no, the phone? No, over the phone. Oh, like a that's shit. convenient. <laughs> and left me to and left me to take. And she's been here multiple days. She could have told her directly face to face. She was in person two days ago, and could have told her face to face. Could have whipped out her arm and showed her. Yeah, but she didn't do that. No, and so mom was a little. Mom was more less upset about the tattoo and more upset she kept it from her. Okay. And I said, well, that's fair. That is fair. But considering the reaction we just got from you, it was warranted. Yes. And this is why I didn't tell you face to face. Correct. And she goes, well, when were you going to tell me? I said, tomorrow. Eventually. <laughs> At dinner. Yeah. Because <laughs> we go, Thursday nights are, I don't know, call it date night, whatever you want to call it. Sure. And we go to dinner. And if I'm in a public place... <laughs> You're like, this is the <laughs> There's best. <some> witnesses. <laughs> so you don't me. get shanked. Which I don't know why it was a big deal, but if for some reason I would have gotten blamed because I knew about the tattoo. I had to write lyrics down. She had lyrics from uh, Nothing More's um, Fade In, Fade Out yeah. song. Uh, let me find those. <clears throat> and uh, and so she she put those in conjunction with this design. 
And that's what she got. So fade in, fade out. I'm going to tell the exact lyrics. <clears throat> to, by the way, nothing more. We are going to see them in Davenport. Speaking of which, did how many tattoos does she have now? I Roughly. Know, seven or eight. Seven or eight. That, um, be, that being said, does, you, does your wife care about those? No, she doesn't. Okay, so what's another tattoo then? This For, is. Wait, what do you mean? I mean, what's another tattoo? It. Why would she get? Um. I. I just think. It's a good question. Okay. I, I think I know the answer to it. Sure. Which is, I think she wants maybe less of them visible because she doesn't know if people are going to take her seriously. Oh. Uh, but that's a, so that leads me into what we're going to talk about. Okay. Actually, that's a really good point. Um, the lyrics are never, never settle, make your mark, hold your head up, follow your heart. I don't know that she told me this. Uh, she didn't tell anybody she just, except me. Oh, okay. Cause well, I had to write those, is... I had to write them out on a piece of paper and the guy took those from my handwriting and put it on her arm. So oh. I, her handwriting, my handwriting is on her arm. Very cool. And she says, it's a tribute to you, dad. Oh, wow. Right. So that's why she's pissed. Right, because I always tell her, go for it. Like, yeah. don't let anybody tell you no. Just if you want to do it, and you know, find a way. It's ethical and it's legal and all those things. But you know, if if that's what you want to do and that's your goal in life, go fucking follow your dream. Yeah. So that's when she said, "Never settle, make your mark, hold your head up, follow your heart." Oh, it's like pretty that. cool. I like that. Yeah. Look a little weepy. Now that being said, did she? She didn't like do a little dash, dad, or she didn't no, do a dash. She did not. And the band. So. Both of my tattoos are on the backs of my arms, like right? On the backs of my triceps. Yeah. And she had not had one on the back of her tricep. And so she's like, now I have one like you on the back of my tricep. Yeah. She's a daddy's so girl. sappy. Yeah. She's a daddy's <laughs> so here's my question as it relates to rock. Yeah. And, and this podcast. So I'm seeing what they call tribute tattoos. Oh God. Tribute tattoos are where you get a band's logo. Sure. Or, uh, uh, a picture of their album cover or something to do with a, a band or face. that's the next thing I was going to say. Oh God. So it reminded me cause I, I'm, I'm belong to all these fan groups yeah. on Facebook just so I can get an idea of what people are talking about and, and topics for podcasts and so forth. Yeah. And then when we release podcasts with their bands, we can post them on their of course fan pages and they can enjoy them from there. But I saw one come up recently from Alterbridge, and this guy had a whole sleeve of just Alter Bridge stuff, like Blackbird and guitars. And then there was Tremonti and oh. Miles Kennedy. Oh. And yeah. All over his arm. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I would do that. Because then you're tying yourself to that particular band. Forever. Forever. Now, just to reiterate the forever of a tattoo, I mean, I think you saw this because you're also a sports guy. You saw the guys getting Eagles tattoos mm -hmm. while the game was going on and or... Before Super Bowl the champions, Super Bowl champions, right? Yeah. Okay, and then whoops. Yeah. Okay. So that's in my in my but thought this process. Is a little different. A little different. So right. Being, would you do a whole sleeve? Would you do one? I don't even know if I would do one tattoo. Like if, so we did our favorite bands. Sure. Right. Our top ten bands. Let's say any one of those top ten bands. Yours was Shine Now. Yeah. Would you I, get the bird? You know. I'm you know. Telling what I'm you, I've been, about I've been the, thinking the about this. From thinking Shine about now. this since you started talking about it. No. Yeah. That was going to be my question to you. Now, I want to tell you, if I was in Then the again, band, would you get, do you have a tattoo? I have zero tattoos. But okay. hold on, hold on. Before that, before that. So it's kind of hard for you to answer that question. No, 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 no. The reason I say, well, now let me, let me 
talk about that real quick is I don't have any tattoos because I would get full sleeves. I don't want to stop at one tattoo. I have drawn, well, I haven't necessarily drawn it out, but I have the things that I would put on sleeves drawn out. And so I've got it laid out. So you do. Oh yeah. But I don't have any because that's what I would do. I wouldn't stop with one. I don't care what the pain is. I don't want to hear that the pain is intolerable. It's not that bad. It's not bad. Or at least I assume it's not bad. The first one I got wasn't bad. The second one, I mean, I don't know if you've seen them, but the, yeah, the yeah. second one felt like somebody was just scraping my skin off, which is exactly what they're doing um, for two hours. Ugh. You're not, I mean, you're not selling And it wasn't it. as they were drawing it, it as as they were filling it in. So okay. for those who don't know, on one arm, I've got a sword and on the top uh, is a lion's head. Now, obviously for my name, Richard, King Richard, Lionhearted, it's a lion um, I've got in the, um, in the sword handle, I've got three stones. It's my birthstone, my wife's birthstone and my daughter's birthstone. And then, um, in the middle of the handle, it's got the number 77. That was my number playing baseball. So, um, I kept that number forever. And then the, the sword is like, is a sign of strength, but it also is kind of a, like a cross symbol. Sure. So, you know, faith, that sort of thing. So it was multidimensional. And I like so it. when I put that when I put that together, it was took me for the longest time. It took me a long time to figure that one out uh, and kind of design it and, and draw it up and give it to the guy. And, and he did a great job on it. The second one was a little bigger, as you know. Yeah. It takes up most of the back of my arm. I'm a huge fan of the Punisher. Um, and so it's, it's just my favorite superhero, if you want to call it a superhero. Well, yeah, or, yeah, I'll give you that. Whatever. Um, but then I'm a Patriots fan. Have been since the eighties. And so I've got the Patriots logo kind of swooshed inside the skull of the of the Punisher. And so when they were filling all of that in, very painful. Yeah. Um have you ever thought about, very colorful. Have you ever thought about putting the years that they won the Super Bowl on there? No, there'd be too many. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We just lost half the audience. All right. No, so real quick, if I was in the band, mm-hmm. I would consider but getting if the, you were okay. So let's say you're Brent Smith. Yeah, would you put a shine down tattoo on yourself? Yeah, because my band. And would you? Yeah, because uh, I'll, I'll get. I'll put it this way: a I started up a distillery. Okay. I would consider either putting the distillery. I own a company. I didn't put my company's logo on my on my arm. Well, distilling spirits, I think, is a little bit different than your company. You're making. You're making. I don't know. I think there's a little bit more whimsical. Mine's a service-based company. Yours yeah. is a, I'm making some awesome shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I think there's a... If I, you owned OnlyFans, would you put OnlyFans on your tattoo? I'd put OF, so you wouldn't know what it was. <laughs> it could have been Old Foresters, Old Fitzgerald, or it could be OnlyFans. Who knows? Or Pornhub. Or <laughs> Red Tube. That's um, a big deal. So that's my question is, it, people who get those... Okay. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast are like, I've got a fucking tattoo of my favorite band. I've seen guys with Blanton's tattoos. No shit. Oh, yes. I'll send it to you. No. Yes. No. Yeah, they don't They don't work at the distillery. They just love it. That's weird. <laughs> so, well, but wait, I guess wait, it's wait. no what's different the than a Disney yes. tattoo. But what's the difference between Disney, a band, Blanton's? I guess whatever you if like. If you love it. Right, if you right. love it, yeah. I, if it means something to you. So, no, but no. Oh, okay, all right. I wouldn't necessarily if I were to get a band tattoo, it wouldn't be it would it would be Shine Down, but it wouldn't say Shine Down. It would be like the birds. And it would be 
in accordance to something else. Like it would be within my tattoo, those birds in the tattoo, it would represent shine down, but I wouldn't make it like loud and proud to say shine. It wouldn't say shine down across my forearm. You would just have some type of a, a, a reference a picture, an image yeah. from shine down. Yeah. I got it. No, that makes sense. Like, um, like in their first album, I'm going to say, uh, let me get into there. Is it the crooked house? Well, no, that was the, uh, no, the us and them. Yeah. Let's see. No. So this is the one I'm talking about from somewhere in the stratosphere, the live album. Oh yeah. 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 Right. It looks like a, a Phoenix, if you will. Maybe? I would, I'd probably do the sound of madness birds. Okay. No, no. I, yeah, I've got okay. those. Yeah. Um, some people might get this tattoo from sur- threat to survival with the egg, with the snake wrapped around it. That'd be, a, that'd be an aggressive tattoo. A cracked egg, by the way. Yeah. Um, so, but I've seen people get that that shine down tattoo with the phoenix. I've I've seen that before. Would you get it? Would you get a band tattoo? I would not. Well, hold on. You would stop at two, though, right? What do you mean? You'd stop at two tattoos. There's like you. No, I don't know about that. I don't know. I've I've thought about adding to my. I I've thought about adding to them. Okay. I just don't know what to. I, I'm not going to do. Like some people just do tattoos to do them and keep going and going and going sure. just to do more and more and more. To me, they have to mean something. Like they have to be very much a part of who I am. Now I want to let you know there because we're doing this podcast because we're talking about music. There was a at a point in time that I wanted a heart tattoo, anatomical heart, uh, that had headphones around the heart, and then it was plugged into the heart. So not only was it listen to your heart, so like music was, but it was music would also like it was soothing of my heart. Like it was a lot. It was a lot going on there. Well, it's your life. It's your life being then. Right. Right. It's what makes you survive. It's 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 like Chevy, the heartbeat of America. <laughs> Chevy. <laughs> um so we uh so tattoos. Uh, that, that I just it yeah. I, I saw it the last couple of days. I was like, I wonder how many people so if you're listening to this podcast and you wanna jump on our Facebook page or TikTok or whatever it is, um once we post the uh episode on tiktok and you want to sit in the comments and list out or you know show, show us, a us picture your tattoo right of what you have i'd be interested to see what people i mean you can get into you know um band band tattoos uh, if you just put band tattoos in um, google the the images that come up is unbelievable like 30 seconds to mars right um tribe there's a lot of tribal tattoos um music band i guess i should put music band tattoos in there um, who gets a more of a music tattoo? Is it a man or a woman? Do you think? Ooh, men. Like I see a lot of Pink Floyd tattoos. Yeah, I would say men. ACDC. So, going back to lead singers that have changed. Did you know ACDC was the lead singer for ACDC was Bon Scott, right? Until 1980, February of 1980, when he died. Did you know that ACDC, when he died, they almost broke up? No. They were not going to continue as a band. And then they decided, much like, and the announcement I just told you about today, Foo Fighters, after Hawkins, their drummer, died, yeah. said, yeah, we're probably not going to do very many shows. We're probably just going to keep it low-key for 2023, take, some time. take right. some time off, maybe do a couple festivals. They just announced they're going to be doing uh, a few shows in 2023 in addition to the festivals. I mean, so are we talking like more or less than 10? Less. Okay. 
Okay. So, so still handful, not getting crazy. But, right. We're but not doing they're a at least doing tour. something other than the festivals. I, you got to take your mind off more. that. Sure. Have they but, announced who their who there's replacement? You know, replacement's going to be or who's going to step no, in? No. I, I just I saw it come across. Uh, I think it was Loudwire today. Okay. Um, and so, but Bon Scott to Brian Johnson, and he's been in there. Yeah. Ever since. But it was interesting. That was kind of the piece of history that I didn't know that ACDC almost brought uh, almost broke up, which is unreal. Thank God they about. didn't. Well, so as I'm as I'm going through these tattoos and looking at them, so many people have ACDC tattoos. Of course. But if you think about that, what might have been from 1980 to now, we might be talking about a band that never did anything else after 1980. But would they be as popular? I don't think we so. We talked about this in a previous podcast. It, like Kiss, are they a great band or a marketing machine? Or a marketing Is machine. Is ACDC a great band or a marketing machine? Maybe a little of both. You know, I I think my personal preference is ACDC over Kiss all day long, but I almost want to say that Kiss has easily sold more merchandise and more everything else. For sure. So, But I, they market themselves. Like Pink Floyd yeah. hasn't done anything in fucking years. No. There's still Pink but everybody Floyd knows shirts them. out, right. too. So they're a marketing machine at this point. Yes. So is ACD. I would say so is ACDC. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'd agree with that. At this point. Yeah. Right? So is Rolling Stones at this point. Yeah. But they also have the magazine, too. So is the Who at this point? You know, so yeah. all of those bands haven't done really anything, anything in a long time. But I think one of the major players, uh, Target or Walmart, just received their. It's not rights, but it's it's printing rights of some mm-hmm. sort, and so they're they're doing all vintage yeah, the graphic tees, right? Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, but that's like Iron Maiden. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Iron Maiden is Iron Maiden a great band? This is this is not for me to answer because they're not one of my top ten bands. Sure. But is Iron Maiden a great band and or are they a great marketing machine because of the artistry, because of their album covers, because of the, what is it, a monster, a mummy? I think I think it solidified them. I think their their artist, artistry solidified them mm-hmm. as one of the... Like I Disturbed mean, has the, has the is, it the, is it a demon, is it a... Didn't they just come out? They just came mm-hmm. out with... Yeah, so they have a new album, but they do kind of the same figure if sure. you will in all of their in all of their um album covers so a lot of bands do that okay right um but iron maiden is one of those that certainly right with an exclamation point right um so some of the recent bands that have changed these singers besides three doors down or not three doors down, three days <laughs> three grace. days grace yeah uh bad wolves yep tommy vexed and they went to a gentleman named um, Dan Laskowitz. They just call him DL. Um, I've seen them live. Uh, Who did you like better? I saw them both. You're right. Together. Bad Wolves, together. Yeah, so yeah. I saw Tommy Vexed. Yeah. And I saw the new guy. Right. I'm a fan of Tommy Vexed. Yeah. I just like his voice. His voice is, like, is nice. great. And I, when I listen to Bad Wolves, I love the old stuff. But the new stuff is pretty good. I can't. I could compare them, but rather than trying to compare them all the time, I kind of treat them as two separate bands. Do you think they're going to get back together with Tommy Vexed? Yeah, I don't think there's any chance of that happening. Okay, I think there's too much bad blood. Bad for Wolves bad has bad blood. Okay, yeah, yeah, same page. So, <laughs> in our top ten, Live was my number one band. Yeah, the, and the reason for that is not because they're the best band ever. It's because they are the band. In my opinion, this is why I put them number one. 
and I think I said this on the podcast, they are the ones that got me into this genre of music. I was all, in my 20s, my teenage years in my 20s, early 20s, I was all over the board. I listened to dance, I listened to pop, I listened to rap, I listened to rock, I listened to metal, everything. Sure. But once live came out with- You were all in. Mental jewelry, I was like, this is different. This is fucking different. Yeah. And so I listened to Mental Jewelry probably 50 times, and then Throwing Copper came out. And I'm like, whoa, this is even better. This is everything I wanted it to be. And so, and then Secret Samadhi came out, and uh, and then Distance to Here. And oh my God. I, that, to me, that band was transformational in my music. Top 10. Um, in, 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 in everything, however I looked at music, it yeah. transformed it. And now I listen to mainly just rock, hard rock, metal, metalcore, all of that. And, and I go to all those types of concerts because it changed it for me. I'm like, this is it. This is what I want to listen to. And it's probably considered mild to what is out there today. Well, they've been around mild. forever. Oh, oh, oh yes, Just yes, as yes, far yes. as the style of music. Yes. Right. Just for the style of music. Um, like if you were to compare Nothing More sure. and Live, completely different bands but they're still in the same genre. Right. So, and we, we had that whole discussion. Um, now, Ozzy Osbourne, he's still producing music, but he was with Black Sabbath. And then, who do you know? So, they went from Ozzy Osbourne to a couple of guys from Deep Purple, but there was one guy in between. Do you remember who it was? No, I don't know who that was. Ronnie Dio. Oh, I feel like I should have gotten that. Yeah. So, and I, I forgot about that. Yeah. So it went from Ozzy to uh, Ronnie James Dio, and then a couple guys from Deep Purple came in and 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 filled his spot. So you know, Ozzy's been doing this forever. Yeah. I saw a picture of him the other day. He was fat. Well, <laughs> Back in the day, I think he it, was he was big at that. It, well, and he's not fat anymore. No. No. Well, I think at some point I don't think he, he'd know if he was fat either. Well, <laughs> At some God. point, I, th I think you have to do something with your health at that age. I know it's taken him about 60 years to get somewhat, I assume, healthier than he was back the then. drugs actually helped him. Stay alive? Yeah. I could see that. Kind of like Keith Richards. <laughs> the guy who plays pirate? Like, the more you drink, the more drugs you do. Yeah. If that, like, embalms your body a little bit. Um, certainly don't sleep. Pink Floyd was another one of those. They went from Sid Barrett. To David Gilmore, a lot of the older guys, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna get into some of these older bands. Sticks, yeah. Sticks is another one. Sticks was I found this one was very interesting. So Tommy Shaw, right? Yeah. Tommy Shaw, um, he he was their lead singer, and then they broke up in the eighties. Did you know that? No, they broke up, and then they got back together. Uh, and a guy named Glenn Burtnick, who um, joined the band in the nineties, Tommy Shaw then went and formed Damn Yankees. Damn Yankees. It does sound, sounds yeah. familiar. Damn Yankees, early 90s. Yeah. Um, so, and then they went back to late 90s, they went back to Tommy Shaw because he left the Damn Yankees and went back to, to Sticks. Um, and then in the early 2000s, Dennis DeYoung. Hmm. So Sticks has been kind around. of one of those bands. Yeah, that's that's kind of around. We did ACDC. Iron Maiden, we talked about Iron Maiden. Um uh, Paul D'Amio, first two albums. In 1982, they went to Bruce Dickinson. In the 90s, they went to a guy named Blaze Bailey. And now back to Bruce Dickinson. Okay. 
kind of full circle. One of my favorite bands to talk about and get in a music debate with people is Van Halen. Because David Lee Roth, as part of Van Halen, was fucking great. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of David Lee Roth's. I just thought it was a lot Out of there? people love him. Yeah. A lot of people love him over Sammy Hagar. And they will pick David Lee Roth every day twice on Sunday over Sammy Lee, uh, over Sammy Hagar. I just wasn't that big of a fan of David Lee Roth. Why? What did you not like about him? I don't know. Just a gut? It's just a gut thing. Okay. Yeah. I, it wasn't that I didn't like it. I just I thought he was kind of a little bit full of himself. Like, I'm the band. Well, look at the people back then. But the it's hard for me to then. say that about a person who is just the singer and okay. doesn't contribute anything else to the band. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me that if you only contribute vocals, you're not as valuable? What I'm saying, no. What I'm saying is, if you think you're the band, okay, but all you do is sing and you've got three or four guys backing you up, yeah, those fucking guys are playing all these different notes on all these different songs for hours in a concert. Do you think that's different with rock music than, let's say, pop music? Because I'm going to bring up NSYNC. JT is the band. I think it's different because most of those bands, Rihanna, Adele, I, I don't know if this is to be true. I'm just, okay. I'm talking on okay. my ass right now. Okay. But like if you're a pop singer, if yeah. you're a pop singer, right? you may not be, I know Adele, I think plays piano. I think she does. Mistaken. I think she does. So I'm maybe a little off on there. And JT plays all these different instruments, but the other guys might not. Like if you're just a singer, and you don't play guitar, you don't play piano, you don't play drums, whatever. I don't know if you're in a band with a bunch of different people in it, like a country band, yeah. and all you do is sing, can you be like, I'm the fucking shit? I don't know. <sighs> and I kind of felt like David Lee Roth tried to be bigger than the band at some point. All right. Are you the band if you leave your band or the band mm -hmm. and you become bigger than the band? Maybe Were you the band? Like JT. Like JT. Okay. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, so David Lee Roth left the band. Right. He went solo, yep. did a few songs, but Van Halen was still bigger than David Lee Roth. I, I do agree with that. I do agree. It's kind of my point to the, to the Van okay. Halen debate. It, it may not hold true for every band. Sure. But for this particular band, I think David Lee Roth was like, I'm the guy. And he left. Because he was like, I'm the guy. And then Van Halen went, hold on a second. And went and got Sammy Hagar. And Sammy was like, I got this. And they put out, what, three or four albums? Yeah. And it was the shit. Yeah. And prefer Sammy Hagar over David Lee Roth. Although David Lee Roth is now back with the band. Uh, they did a reunion tour. And Sammy Hagar did a reunion tour. They both did. Okay. So one did one. I think Sammy went first, and then David went later. I'm trying to think of other and bands. Of course, not a band anymore, but right, not um, in the true sense of the word. The only thing I can think of, and I think we might touch on this this band later, is uh, Motley Crue and Nikki Six started mm -hmm. his 6 a.m. And you know, I I think Motley Crue is still bigger than 6 a.m., uh, but still still successful. But I don't I don't know. I, I it, it's a it goes back and forth on. Who's bigger? Who had more you hit think Nikki songs? Nikki Six is 
bigger than Motley Crue? No, no, no. no. I, okay. I don't. I don't think so. But it's interesting. It's interesting to think about. So, there's very few singers that leave bands that I would say are bigger leaving than the band. The one that might be close. I don't even know if it's even close. It might be Peter Gabriel from okay. Genesis. Yeah, I could see that. So Genesis, Peter, Peter Gabriel was the original lead singer. And we don't... Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. And Phil Collins was in the band with with um, Peter Gabriel and then became the lead singer. Right. Right? Peter Gabriel went on to a very successful career. Without a doubt. Song. I still don't know if he was more successful than Genesis. That would be debatable. I that would be. I I would actually like to see the numbers because they on that both. One. Had, think about it. In the late eighties, right? In the late eighties, they both had albums out that were tops of the chart. He had so, right? Yeah. With um, in your eyes, sledgehammer, right? Yep. And Genesis had invisible touch. And so they were both at the top of their profession. And. One had been had spawned out of the other. All right, so I'm going to throw this one out you, at you, mm-hmm. and I know it's a little bit different, and I know we've talked about them. I don't. I mean, at nauseum at some some point. I'm ad, sure you ad, think ad nauseum. Yeah. Okay. Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I don't. The think... answer to me, the answer is no. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you walk around seeing more Foo Fighter T-shirts or more Nirvana T-shirts? What? Now hold on. I th- because Nirvana was a part of the Target slash big box store release. There is a ton of Nirvana. So I'm gonna I, I I'm probably gonna sound like an idiot because I'm gonna go back on my rant that I had a couple episodes ago. Okay. Foo Fighters is a hundred percent, one hundred percent bigger than Nirvana. Yes. But. And I use the word but to say that had Kurt Cobain not died, right? Nirvana would be fucking huge because well, they would have put out. You don't think they would have been a one hit wonder? I do not believe that. Okay. Well, they weren't because they put out. Well, how many albums did they put out? Three? Three. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he came out with Smells Like Teen Spirit, but then Heart Shaped Box. And everybody's done a revert or remake version of Heart Shaped Box. Yeah. What else did he have inside him? We don't know. We'll never know. Right? You think like how could, big would Stevie Ray Vaughan be if he was still oh, alive? Oh, it's too soon. Right? All of those. Uh, you could <laughs> ask, like, you could, would Whitney Houston if she stayed alive? Yeah. How big would she, like, you have to ask those questions because Nirvana stopped existing because Kurt Cobain Listen, died. if Michael Jordan would have kept playing, he'd have more stats. We already, been, we already mentioned two or three bands that the lead singer died. Yeah. And the band became bigger. Yeah. Okay. But that didn't happen with Nirvana. They had to break away from that genre of music, if you will, that grunge, and kind of get into alternative. Right. Okay. But I would say because of longevity and because Dave Grohl is who he is, he's on everything, he's on social media, he's everywhere, they are technically bigger than Nirvana. He was on that Super Bowl commercial. But I would bet in a debate that if you had to put them up if they were, if they were, everything was equal, people might still pick Nirvana over Foo Fighters. Ooh, that'd be a good poll question. Mm-hmm. 
right. And I might lose that one. All right. No, no, no. no. And I, I, Again, I, no hate for, for Foo Fighters. No, of I'm course just not. pissed that Nirvana didn't get the chance to spread its wings. I'm curious how long they would have gone. Right. Because I part of me says... That's my whole argument. I think their sound, I think, would have lasted through the 90s, and I don't know that they would have gotten out of it. And they might have changed their sound. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Right? Like, some bands change their... Shinedown has changed. Yeah. There. It's a bad example because one's grunge and one is not. But there's um, Candlebox. Remember Candlebox? Yeah. yeah. They're still making music and they've changed it a little bit. Now, are they as popular? No. But Candlebox back in the day was the shit. It was. They're And they're very similar bands in the fact that Candlebox put out their best music first. Pearl Jam. I think Pearl Jam and Nirvana are very much the same. Yeah. Pearl Jam put out their best music first. Everything they've done after the first three albums or so has been okay. Right. But hasn't been as good as their first three albums. Do you think it's not as good as their first three albums, or do you think it's the consumers that have changed their preferences? I think you get stale if you don't change. Okay. The problem with that is if you don't change and get better. Better. Okay. Then the stuff that you did originally is going to end up being better than than the stuff you do later. Bon Jovi, again, I go back to that. Like, the stuff that they did early, people were like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Well, so here, They didn't really change for the better. They just changed. They just went, no, we're just going to keep putting out the same shit. So are you are you selling out if you change, or are you buying in? It depends on how you change. Okay. How? People say Nickelback sold out because they just kept doing the same shit over and over and over again. And then they started doing other stuff, Yeah. and people started going back to their stuff that they said, oh, they sold out. Okay. And I think we did this, maybe we did this in a podcast, I don't, maybe we just did it between the two of us. You go back and look at all of the songs that they have put out, and you would know 80% of their songs. Right. Like there are some out, like All the Right Reasons, every one of those songs just about was a smash hit. Yeah. Are they a sellout, or were they just a really good fucking band? I, I think they get a lot of hate. As of recent, they haven't. Actually, they've kind of made a comeback. Died and, down. Yeah, I think a little bit because people realize, oh, they're pretty good. Right. And again, if you've, and I've said this before, if you've ever seen Nickelback live, you will never think of them the same way again. They are a fantastic live. It's like Matchbox 20. You put them on in your car or you go see them live, it sounds the exact same. Yeah. They're, they're so talented. Is that what you expect when you go see a live concert, especially rock? Do you expect them to sound the same? And if they don't, the same are you disappointed? Or better. Okay. Right? What's the matter? I think that, I, I don't know. It just Is it your stomach or yeah, is that? Yeah, stomach it coming up. Gurgle in there? Yeah. All right, are we ready for the other one? <laughs> yeah, Wathens. It's Wathens barrel proof. Um, and so, so. So you expect the same or better? <sighs> yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. Um, I do too. We're not going to get through this in one. No, by the way, no we're, we're, there's no way we're going to get through this in one. I've got like eight pages of this. Um, <laughs> so we'll do a, we'll do a few more and then we'll do a part two. Deal. Um, yeah. Unless you want to just do a part two and uh, oh, let's do that one and then we can, and then we can we can break and do a part two. Deal. Um, so we'd mentioned Genesis. Okay, here's one that's not a rock band, but I think enough people know this band, and I didn't know that they I didn't know that this band changed its name to even a better band. Joy Division. Joy Division is New Order. Oh. Did you know that? No. I didn't either until I did the research. When you said, I was like, I don't know who that is. So Ian Curtis was their lead singer until May of 1980. And when he died, 
their guitarist, Bernard Sumner, took over and New Order was born. Didn't know. I didn't know that either. No. And New Order's huge. They're and they're huge overseas. I'll have to, I I mean, I haven't I haven't looked into them. So I, I didn't know that. I've I heard I mean growing up, sure. I've heard of the Joy Division, but I didn't know that one was born out of the other. That's why I like doing this stuff, because I was like, oh, this, I'm learning something new every day. You're like, wait a minute. Better take a look at this. Um, oh, shit. My bad. Hold on. this one. Cheers. Cheers. Wathens Barrel Proof 111 <laughs> proof. Single Kentucky barrel. Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Distilled in Kentucky. Yep. This one I get a lot of. Charles uh, Medley Distillery. All right. You get a lot of what? Peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> is it gonna burn for you yeah no it's definitely gonna all right hold on i'm just gonna i'm gonna take the whole thing in my mouth whoa go on and uh it's gonna go down the hatch right. i'm gonna swallow the whole thing well at least let it i'm not even gonna swish it in my mouth and then oh, swallow God. it i'm not even gonna show it to you when i'm i'm just gonna put it right in my mouth hold oh, on good. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well that's what if you throw it right into your throat it's going to burn it felt like I threw it right in my nose. Yeah, I believe it. But you know what? Not bad. Not, I, it does have a little burn, but not like a lot of the other ones. No. I think because I shot it so far back in my nose. Probably went up. Yeah. Up the, uh, up the pipe, set it I down. I don't know how she feels. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's do this last one, and yeah. then we can break for part two. Yeah. Uh, anthrax. Oh. So Anthrax, a guy named Joey Belladonna. Yeah. Um, was their lead singer during their classic period. They call it their classic period, where Anthrax was, Anthrax was huge, right? And then in the 90s, uh, a guy named John Bush took over. And then they kind of went away for a while. And in 2007, they got back together. And a guy named uh, Dan Nelson was with them for one year in 2007. Then he left, and Belladonna came back and has been with the band ever since. 2007, did they come out with an album that year? They did. Okay. It was just one. Yeah, right. It was kind of a one-off thing. Okay. Um, I'm State actually going to do one more because okay. I think this was really, really interesting. Uh, let me find it here. Okay. So, Stone Temple Pilots. STP. STP. As we all know, Scott Weiland's story. I think everybody knows it by now. If you don't, Google it. Yeah. Weiland, W-E-I-L-A-N-D. He was with the band until 2013. In 2013, they released an EP album with Chester Bennington. Did you know that? I did. I did not know that, God rest his soul. Mm -hmm. um, it would be interesting if he stayed alive, would he have stayed with Linkin Park or would he have stayed with STP? That I don't know. Right. Well, I, I mean, it's one of those what if yes. questions, right? Because he was the last singer for STP. I wish he would have. I, well, obviously, I wish he was still alive. By the way, uh, oh, you already said Lincoln Park, lead singer. For those I did that not know. Oh, okay. I did not do Lincoln Park. No, 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 no. But that oh. is the lead singer of Lincoln Park. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right, right. For exactly. Those, for those that are no, following exactly. along. Exactly. All right. Um, this is going to have to be a part two. Um, part two because, coming next. Yeah, because we got we got a few. Um, we'll come back and we'll do just like we always do. We do first three. We do. What are we drinking? And then we'll get into the second part. See you soon. All right.